Welcome to the Brave Yes CEO Show, a podcast that explores what it means to be business brave. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a brave business coach for wholehearted, conscious entrepreneurs. I help you upgrade your confidence, your cash, and your commitments to contributing to the greater good. Stick around for today's Brave Yes CEO episode, and you can learn more about me and my private Brave Business Coaching program over at seanfink.com. And before I get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a financial well-being check-in ritual that I am now offering to you as a gift when you sign up for my email list over at seanfink.com. This weekly financial well-being check-in is more than just balancing your bank account and your checkbook. It is about balancing your mind, body, and spirit to avoid feelings like anxiousness, fear, or even depression around what's happening in your bank account. It allows you to step into taking care of your money stuff, feeling good, feeling worthy, and feeling at peace. I will put a link into the show notes. And again, you can always find this over at seanfink.com. I welcome your feedback on this special, special download. And once you're on the email list, I will also be inviting you into a live version where we will do this together so that you can really experience it from a very soulful, ritualized place. So this really relates to the conversations that I am launching this month around money. And as you have heard me talk about um, money, meaning, and the greater good is at the heart of Brave Business Coaching with me. It is how I help my clients, consultants, coaches, small business owners, um, really step into your power um, in an authentic way, help you create and design a business model and a business strategy and a marketing and sales plan that feels aligned, that is not just doing the status quo. So money, meaning, and the greater good is the holistic approach because I do believe that you are in business and you should be making plenty of money, that you should feel prosperous. And But I am countering what happens in our money-making ventures this month. In the upcoming months, I'll get into more around what meaning-making is in our businesses and greater good practices. So today, I'm talking about untangling your self-worth from your bank account and probably in many other places. So I love this topic very, very much. If you have ever felt like you're not good enough because you're not making enough money, because your business is not where you want it to be, because your bank account is dwindling, because you uh, want to make more and you just keep plateauing, or because you just are barely making enough to get by, which if that's the case for you, please go back and listen to the last episode because I address all of that. Then this episode is for you because your self-worth 
probably is very much tangled up in your bank account. And if it's not directly tied up in your bank account, it's tied up in the things that lead to money coming in or going out of your bank account. So let me start out with this. Where, where do you think right now you seek and find your self-worth? Give yourself a minute to allow yourself to just think about that. Where do you find your self-worth? Do you seek it through other people? People-pleasing may come up for you. Do you keep it, do you find it by seeking approval from other people? Are you looking for it obsessively by learning everything that you can so that you know everything? Do you find your self-worth in your social media? Likes, comments, engagement, reach. Or is it tied up in your bank account and your net worth? Is it tied up in your productivity and how much you get done each day? I've been studying, teaching, coaching, and working with women on enoughness and self-worth for 10 years. When I ran the Abundant Mama Project, we talked endlessly, daily, weekly, monthly, about establishing and feeling and reaching a state of enoughness. When are we enough? When do we have enough? When do we feel like we have finally done enough? But today, I'm really getting into a very specialized department of self-worth. And that is that connection between your self-worth and the money that you make. Your self-worth and your bank account. For years, I worked with women who weren't making any money because they were staying home with their kids and their self-worth plummeted. Because they did not have contributions to make to the family, because they relied so heavily on their partners for financial sustainment, they did not feel worthy. So a lot of the work we had to do was finding worthiness in other places. Now, it's kind of funny, maybe not funny. Funny is probably not the word. But years ago, you know, I've been doing online creating for 15 years and um, full time making an income from it for 10. And I do help pay the mortgage for the house and the life that we have. So I have been doing this actively for 10 years to help pay the bills for my family. Um, we do not have a lavish life. Um, so years ago, and also, you know, just to refresh and remind, I have always been in business so that I could have the flexibility and the freedom, the freedom to create how I want to create the freedom and flexibility to mother and parent and be there for my girls who are now 16 um, and all of this time so that I could really be available to them, um, something that was very important to me and a high value for me um, as a mom. And so when I first started creating online and writing online and receiving money in return, I started out 
very high scale um, in terms of numbers, high numbers of clients and customers, um, low cost offers. I'm talking $10 offers, $15 offers, $30 offers. That's That was what I did for eight years. And so you learn very early on in, in, a, in a model like that, that money can come in all day, every day. So it was not uncommon for me to open my email and see 10, you know, 10, 15, 20 sales of something that I was offering. And I remember distinctly at some point being able to, and I see this on Twitter now among some creators, you know, oh, you know, $100 a day or, you know, $200 a day. Imagine what that would be. And, you know, that ended up becoming a dopamine hit. That I got addicted to opening the email so that I could see the sales coming in. And in the process of that, you know, and this was mostly passive income, it was really easy to get addicted to opening the email and looking for that, that value, that worthiness evidence. I am worthy because look, there's a sale. So because it was a lot of passive income, it was just so easy to see the money flowing in all day. Unless it wasn't. And over time, that pleasure-seeking started to unravel my self-worth. I literally began to equate money-making to being worthy. And I would check my email constantly to see if sales came in. It didn't matter if they were $10 or $100. If something came in, I felt worthy. I felt enough. If no money came in, I felt terrible. And I would slip into despair and feeling irrelevant. The truth was that I was looking at the day-to-day and not the big picture. I wasn't tending to my holistic financial well-being. I was just reacting to the ins and the outs and the ebbs and the flows, and I wasn't able to see the big picture. All I was seeing was myself being the problem, and I was missing the actual problem that was there under the surface. Rather than focusing on my greatness, I was focused on my weakness when money wasn't coming in. This went on for some time before I realized this was a really messed up way to be in the world, to lead my business, to tend to my mental health and my financial well-being. So that's when I started to wake up. I started to see this, this is not good. This is not how this should work. Um, And I know many women entrepreneurs who have struggled with this, who still struggle with this. So I'm not speaking like, you know, I know that I'm not alone in this. Um, and, And it's just, and it's fair, right? Like it's fair to say, I feel worthy when somebody pays me, that they, they value my work enough that they're going to actually give me money in exchange. That's fair to see that as a, a little gold star. Um, but what I have learned is that, what I have had to learn is that untangling my self-worth from my bank account meant finding my worth 
in better places um, and starting to really understand what self-worth really is. And that's when I started my own self-worth journey, uh, which is what eventually led to me um, completely closing down my first business, The Abundant Mama Project, because I realized that part of what was going on for me by the end was that I was not really living into my, my full self. Um, I didn't feel whole anymore. And I, I certainly didn't feel valued in many ways. Um, and so I needed to switch things up. I needed to start to really tune into my own creative journey and figure out what the next thing was. And part of that was really understanding my true innate self-worth. Um, and I started in a self-worth journal and a, a self-worth practice, um, all of which I use with my clients now. And I really began to dig deep into my own spiritual audacity, my own resilience and well-being practices, all of which I use in Brave Business Coaching with my clients who want to untangle their identities and their productivity and their bank accounts from their self-worth and really start to shine in their industry. Because when our worth is tangled up in our bank account or any other false illusion of enoughness, it really does affect all parts of our lives, all parts of our business. Researchers actually call this financial contingency of self-worth. And as it turns out, it's really bad for your mental health. And I, as I have said, can fully attest to that. A study out of the University of Buffalo in 2020 found that those who see their self-worth and have it tangled up in their net worth tended to be more socially isolated and lonely. So while they were so busy trying to earn more money, more money, more money, they actually were cutting themselves off from other important channels that could improve or sustain a positive mental health outlook. So maybe you've been experiencing this as well. As entrepreneurs, it's really hard not to see your value in relation to the income you earn. It's even harder when there is so much attention being put to six, seven, and eight-figure businesses. And you wonder maybe why that's not you, why that's not happening for you yet, um, and what might be wrong. And so money is often the only evidence. I mean, let's be real. These days, especially, money is often the only evidence that we have that our work is valued. I know that when I get evidence that my work is valued in other ways, I feel just as great as I do than when I, as when I earn income. For instance, when I opened up um, and launched the Brave Yes newsletter, my weekly newsletter that I have on Substack, I felt so great that people were subscribing. And it just felt like, okay, and same thing has happened on LinkedIn. I have the same the newsletter over there. And, you know, quickly and all the time, more and more people are signing up for it and I'm getting feedback. And that is beautiful. All of that is to say it's evidence that the work that we are doing is valued. However, the work stands alone. The work is what is being valued when money is paid. The work then the, the marketing is being valued when people sign up or say something or give feedback. That is not you, the, the true you. 
that has nothing to do with your self-worth as a human being. It's just evidence that the work that you're doing is valued. The work, the material, the, the resources that you're putting out are valued. So money is essential. We must make it. We need it. We need it to take care of ourselves and be prosperous so we can keep serving, keep creating and inspiring people and keep serving the world in our highest possible way. We also need money to influence the change we want to see in the world. However, how much we earn or if we earn at all has nothing to do with our self-worth as human beings. Your self-worth is innate. You are born with it. Your life is worthy and valued just for being born. How amazing is that? <laughs> How amazing is that? You're sitting there right now questioning all the things and you are so worthy just for being alive. The question is, do you value yourself? And this... This is my favorite starter work to do with my, my private coaching clients. We work together to discover your authentic, beautiful inner strengths, inner self-leadership skills, inner worth, inner trust, inner self-awareness, self-confidence, all of that. We build it together. You get to find it and discover it and shape it and sculpt it into a beautiful package that dif differentiates you, that really helps you shine and feel confident. Your self-worth, though, is not the same thing as your self-confidence. Your self-worth is when you can truly say this, I am a valuable human being worthy of love, being seen, being heard, and taking up space. When you feel, when you believe that, when you feel that in every part of your body, you can walk into any room, you can make any sale, you can deliver any speech because you know that you are worthy to be there. Worthy to be standing on that stage, worthy to be a speaker in that workshop, worthy to be putting your message out there. Self-esteem or self-confidence is what happens when we finally bring enough, um, when we finally bring everything that we think, feel, and believe into alignment and show up more boldly and daringly. That's getting on the stage and actually saying the things that you want to say for real, like no holding back. That's confidence. It's what you deliver. It's how you deliver. It's your presence. But just the fact that you're up there and that you believe that you be that you deserve to be up there, that's self-worth. When we tie our worth and we tangle that up in our bank account and all of the other places where we might be seeking our self-worth, we, we forget that what we're really trying to do is believe that we are worthy to be doing the work that we're doing. And so it's easy to get confused here that we're busy focusing on what we're not doing right, what we didn't get done, how we are not where we want to be. And so that's how the tanglement process begins. I'm not making money. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. So of course, I'm not worthy. 
because I'm just an imposter. But here's the thing, when we find our self-worth outside of our evolving money story or the numbers in our bank account or any of the other false illusions where we, we seem to get tangled, we can create, serve, and show up or not. <laughs> it's a choice in our most powerful, grounded place. So I want to invite you, I want to invite you to consider where you are currently seeking your self-worth and dig a little deeper to see if it's something you can start to untangle from one string at a time. Because I can tell you that if you can't find your self-worth in your bank account, your career choices, your number of invitations to social events, your list of accomplishments, awards or certificates, your relationships, your weight, your education, your age or your gender, your possessions, who you know, or what your house looks like. Your self-worth is innate and it is based on your own authentic gifts and strengths, which you can use in every possible moment. So start tuning into what authentic beauty you could bring to this world if you just believed a bit more in your self-worth. That if you could show up without striving, without toxic productivity or destructive perfectionism, you are still worthy when you make mistakes, when you get rejected, when you don't make a freaking cent in a week. You are worthy, worthy to be who you want to be, say what you want to say, do what you want to do. You can start to develop that inner self leader who wants to be more authentic and courageous in your own way by developing self-confidence. But it begins with just believing in your own worth and knowing that you are a worthy human being, no matter what's in your bank account. One of the ways I began to untangle my worth from my bank account many years ago now, it was starting to treat my financial well-being. Financial well-being is one of the eight spokes on my well-being wheel um, that I know that we need as human beings to thrive. And so when I started to really tend to my well-being financially uh, and made that a top priority, not an afterthought, I really started to see the diff how I could pull my money-making story away from my worth, away from my enoughness. So I, I have been maintaining a weekly ritual that I call Friday Financials that nourishes me in mind, body, and spirit. That, that weekly Friday financial check-in is all about maintaining a grounded balance and intentional practice of tending to my current money story. Rather than put my head in the sand, and I have clients who come to me saying I put my head in the sand when it comes to money, uh, rather than suffer through the feast or famine ebbs and flows, um, with the 
head in the sand. The financial well-being check-in ritual is as much about goalkeeping as it is about paying the bills and invoicing clients. It's as much about seeking peace around the state of the bank account as it is about making sure that I am staying in check around my mindset around money. I am sharing my own financial well-being check-in ritual with you over at seanfink.com and I will put the link in the show notes. Uh, When you register, you will get the download instantly and I encourage you to try it um, weekly for at least a month and see if it starts to help you untangle your self-worth from your bank account and get your money stuff in order. <laughs> the other, there's a win-win-win on this one. So by making financial well-being a priority and a system in your week, you are acknowledging its importance, but you are also separating it out from who you are as a human being. It is a system. It is a ritual. It is a well-being aspect, but it's just one of many. And so you are invited to go and grab that. It is completely free. Thank you so much. Again, I would love for you to leave a review for this podcast if you found it helpful, inspiring, or at all motivating. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks, and I'll be back with another episode soon.